How do we feel about the sweet nectar of victory? Oh yeah. Welcome to the Nico Show with Rob Nikovich, former NFL player, Patriot star. Like Me? I, I keep I keep jumping you what? up. What? Yeah. Wow. Now, you know what? If you retire early, people think you're way better than what you really were. See? You left them wanting more. You're going to have some nose whistles over there? Uh, with it's, the, it's possible. It's you got the airborne? Possible. Are you I, doing some I'm doing vitamin C? Yeah, look at I got the pink water now. Yeah. Okay, I'm, trying, I'm trying everything here. We're uh, in a small cubicle, so hopefully by but tomorrow I'll be yeah, snots you guys, everywhere. You guys are screwed. Uh, so that's Nick, and now, of course, doing his work for ESPN, uh, your, your guy with the nose whistle over here, Mike Giardi, NFL Network, NFL Media. Of course, this is on the Chalk Media Podcast Network. Get involved. So much to get to, Rob, but let's start with the big picture around the league. Yeah, stop with the cup. He's Sorry. Making noises I'm like a kid. I just got a cup in my hand, and I was Jeez crushing it. Louise. Sorry. Wait, yeah, but ask my third grade teacher how I was. What the hell happened to Baltimore? Um, so, do you know how a diamond is made? Do you know how a diamond is made? No. Just pressure. Oh, and it's carbon. It's compressed carbon over time. Very high pressure creates a diamond. If you took some of that carbon, that coal carbon, you put it in between some butt cheeks, <laughs> it would be pressed into a diamond. That's, that's how the playoff pressure can get to you. And I think you saw a team... That was talking about the Super Bowl, talking about playing in the big game. Earl Thomas, wait till they see us in the bowl, toughness, yada, yada, yada. And they just got beat straight up because they weren't focused. They didn't play their, their right game. They didn't have a great game plan. They didn't execute. They didn't catch the football. So when that happens, it can turn quickly. And we saw that. It was similar to Kansas City, you know, the Kansas City Texans game. 24 nothing. You're like, what? Yeah, what the hell? They, and they look out of sync. They weren't catching the ball. So sometimes that bye week can really, really mess you up. That It's just like your mojo isn't there. It's like your timing's off. Feeling the rhythm of an NFL game, they were off. And Lamar didn't look right early in the game. The receivers, actually, he was throwing the ball decent. His receivers were dropping drops, the football. Yeah. So. And also, when you look at the regular season, anytime there was any pressure or anyone coming after him, he seemed to always get into the pocket and then escape to the side. In this game, I was noticing he was just re retreating. And as a defensive end, I know this. If a quarterback, fastest way to, to point A to point B is a straight line, right? If a quarterback hits his back foot at 10 and you're pass rushing, you got to get off on the ball. And at 10, he's going to step up to like seven or eight. You got to turn the corner and you have to, it's like a bend in the corner. You have to get your hips low. You got to, it makes it harder to get to him. When they go straight back, that bend turns into a straight line. And then usually you see it all the time. If you go straight at him, he might get out and you miss him and you fall. But the majority of the time when he backs straight out, there's somebody else coming because when you're playing that guy, you're going to have an extra guy like spying or, or making sure that, if he gets out or breaks the pocket, you go, you attack. And it just felt like, yeah, he still got some great yards with his legs, but not 
not damaging. It wasn't the way that in during the regular season he would just crush people because it was the dual threat. Like you got to give it up. You got to give it up to the Tennessee. Give them credit for what they're able to do defensively. Dean Pease, you know, he's been around football a long time. He's smart. Um, then Vrabel, obviously very smart defensive mind. So, and then the players. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it comes down to the players. The coaches can give you put you in the best position possible, but if the players don't go out there and execute, it's on the players. And I felt like that team just they had their mindset on the Super Bowl. And all week, I even said this to Damian Woody at ESPN. I said, I, I feel like Lamar's talking about the Super Bowl too much instead of I don't care about anything beyond the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Titans. So, I mean, for guys that potentially will never get there, like Yonda, I mean, he's got a Super Bowl, but like Marshall Yonda could be potentially his last game, depending on if he retires or not. That's that's not a good way to go. If you If you had the best team, which they had the best team, just not on that day, yeah. Which I mean, it happens a lot. I I was making the point, and I know they finished with over 500 yards total offense. I didn't love their plan. Mm-hmm. I thought in the first half they got they got away from running the football. They were five wide. And it's like Why? what is that? What do you do best? This is what you do. We run it down your throat. We force you to bring more bodies in there, and then all of a sudden Boom. we're hitting you over the top yep. with Hollywood Brown or whatever. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't do it, and. You know, I'm arguing with some people back and forth about why wow, they had 500 yards and eight drives were finished inside the 40. And Fourth they just down couldn't... stops. Yeah, they just so like the quarterback sneak. What what was that? He he took the ball and went directly sideways, gave the defense time to get to him, then tried to come back. It's over. You're done. Yep. You got to pick a hole and go and put your head down and just push and hopefully the pile gets pressed for that yard. But it just looked at when and once they got behind, they almost hit like panic mode we can't get back because they didn't they never they never experienced it the last time they were down was the cleveland brown game and they lost that game so when you have a situation where you're always playing from ahead you always have the lead you never have to come back and just throw the football it could be tough because then you start thinking about it yeah he's not he's not ready to consistently beat you with his own because i'm not boxing the mic He's he's not ready for that yet. He he has moments, and obviously had a great year, but there's still he still has a place to go. Say I'm gonna cough now. <coughs> Ew. Have some water. There it is. With your is that your dog? It's a cute dog. That is my dog, Joe. Is it a that's a lab, right? Yeah. I miss my dog. My dog's gone. Ruby. You had a Roddy, right? No, I had a English Mastiff. <coughs> Two hundred pounds. She was awesome, but they don't live very long. No, right? No. Nope. The bigger they are. Nope, just like me. I mean, shoot, I'm big. Massive. Massive. You ever see a 15-year-old Mastiff? Nope. 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 If you're over 250, I got to cut down a little bit for the marathon. I'm running the marathon, by the way. Did you know that? Yeah, I saw that. What are you doing? <sighs> I don't know. I'm not very smart about that. I mean, I look, I never slept outside and I climbed Kilimanjaro. So, I mean, I could do it. It's all mental toughness. Yeah, Look, I've seen people do it. I can do it. I can fight through it. If I have to walk a little bit, I'll walk a little bit. It's not a big deal. Bursky did it, right? Yeah, but he's like 205 right now. He looks he real is. thin. He's, he looks like he could play strong. He's got great safety. hair, by the way, that guy. It's the Filipino Slow. in him. How about uh, how about Houston and Bill, and Bill O'Brien? I was shocked. Midway through the first, I'm like, wow, they're, they're, they're out here on fire. Almost like similar to the Ravens that week off 
potentially hurt them a little bit. They weren't ready to start the game. They didn't start fast. The Texans started fast, coming out hot. Block punt. I mean, it was looking like bad news for KC, like they were going down, like it was going to be a Titans-Texans matchup for the Super Bowl. Oh, what? Boy, no. Um, And then shit started to change, right? It started to just – things started to go – KC's way, and then once that thing started, that snowball was at the top of the hill, yeah, score, and then it started rolling, and then it was over with. But there were some decisions in there that, I mean, Billy O's going to have, I mean, he already has being like justifying, we got to score 50 points. Well, you got to actually score 52 instead of 50. You would have lost a 50. But anyway, the fake punt, I don't hate that call, but if you're going to run the fake punt, you don't try and bleed the clock down and kind of give those guys on the punt return team a second to like, okay, I'm on this guy. You're on that guy. Watch the ball. That's my guy. Watch the ball. And then boom, snap, tackle, turnover, score, kickoff, fumble, score. Like, it, it just happens so fast. Yeah. So when I when I look at that game, it's it's just how explosive Kansas City is. And with the Kansas City Titans matchup, that's going to be interesting because you look at one team, their quarterback hasn't thrown for over 100 yards in two playoff games. Which is crazy. Which is nuts. They got a running back who's absolutely like killing it. Most what most yards in playoff history for running back right now? Like he's just on pace, 180 like per game. Like what is that? That's insane. Yeah. Um, my only thing is, if you're playing Kansas City, they can score in three plays. They can get the ball, boom, 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 score. If you're the Titans and you have to score. You can't continue to just run the football because that's if that's all about time and how many possessions, how many touches do you have? If Kansas City scores twice and it's 14 nothing, you go score. Okay. 14-7. You gotta go, you got you can't just go and kick field goal because the next possession they could potentially score again. Um, and it's all about touching the football. I said last week that the Ravens game. Could go really fast because both teams are running the football. The clock's going to keep moving. No incompletions. And then it's over before you, you even know it. So this game is going to be really interesting because of the fact that Kansas City lost to the Titans this year, correct? Yes. And they're going to look at that game and say, okay, what do we need to do better? Number one is going to be make Ryan Tannehill beat us. Don't let Henry come out here and run for 200 yards. Like, it is imperative that we stop the run. If we don't stop the run, we will lose this football game. Number one, got to stop the run. Number two, you got to let Tannehill throw the football. So bring an extra guy in the box, load it up, say, look, you're not running the football, and throw the ball. If he beats you throwing the football, all right, well, you got to take that chance because he hasn't thrown for over 100 yards yet. If he throws it. One or two, if he throws one pick and you go score with that interception, that turnover, that could potentially be the game. So I think Kansas City early in the, the Texans game, they the, them having being behind 24-0 almost gave them a lot of confidence moving forward to where they're like, hey, 
We can't do that in this game. We need to come out and start fast. I think they learned a lesson there, a valuable lesson. Plus, <laughs> if it's like a Titans-Packers Super Bowl, you might be able to just walk into the stadium like, hey, 100 bucks, give me a ticket. A it's, face value. It would be, it won't be like a crazy matchup. Like it wouldn't, I think if you're KC 49ers, you're going to get like, it's going to be offense versus a pass rush versus Jimmy G versus Mahomes. Like they're going to play that thing up. And, you know, I just, I don't see, I don't see the Titans being able to keep up with that explosive offense. But you never know. I mean, crazier things have happened, and they beat them earlier this year, and you know that they're confident. Vrabel's got that team really, really confident right now. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Every single week, they've been the underdog, and they're playing that just like the Patriots last year, like Tom. You know, everyone thinks we suck, but, you know, we'll see. And well, they, we were just talking about this off the air. They're even talking about how their fans in Nashville welcome to the bandwagon, guys, because they've been sort of reluctant yeah, yeah, to embrace yeah, that yeah, team. Yeah, yep. No, yeah. I mean, when you you wouldn't think that they would be in the AFC Championship game, right? Week ten? God no, no. So that's just another example of how after Thanksgiving, if you can pull things together and kind of get on a roll and have some chemistry that you might be able to do something special, like similar to the Giants when they beat the Patriots. You know, they were what a, what was their record when they got into the playoffs? I think they were nine, nine win team. So it's uh it's gonna be an interesting matchup this weekend. I was 0-4 for the wild card, four and oh. Bam. Boom. So I'm back to five hundred, which is cool. So hopefully I can come out of this this playoff run here on the plus side of the uh, winning percentage. So Are you going so- on an airplane soon? Yes. Yeah, Your head's going to explode. I know. I'm a little concerned about it. You're just going to have a sinus explosion. <laughs> just boogers. Air infections. It's going to be great. You ever have like a little bit of flatulence in the airplane? Who doesn't? <laughs> See, I hold it in. I know people just fart all the time on airplanes. It's disgusting. Like I'll be in an airplane. I'm like, did someone poop their pants? Like, come on. Well, cause nobody wants Have you ever to- had to go number two in an, in an airplane? Sadly, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Nope, never. Me, never. Can ever in my life. Go east coast to west coast, vice versa. Oh, I don't care. I'll, I'll make sure I'm stuffed up. Not going to happen. But then if you're stuffed up, then you're gassing. I went all the way to Africa. I went to Croatia, 24-hour travel time on a plane. No number two on the plane. Did you, did you unleash the hounds the moment you like got? I don't. It's just like a mental thing for me. Never. In, I've never went to the bathroom in school. I never did it in school. Never in a public. Like I can't. It's a public thing. I don't, I have an issue with it. I have a hard time. There. It's a serious thing. It's a serious issue for me. Yeah, because a twenty-four hour flight. You're not nope. pooping. That's a problem. Can't do it. I cannot do it. I can't. I, I just can't. I mean, maybe if it was an emergency, and I had to, it would be real uncomfortable for me. Well, they're not built for for bigger people. No, I barely fit. Yeah. And then there's no water. So it's like, it's gross. It is pretty gross. If you ever get the shitter seat on the plane, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Right there. You're right in the front row. You get all the, and then the ladies come out and you're like, oh. Did you just just do that? (laughs) God. It's so bad. Uh, It's disgusting. Oh, it's bad. Um, All right. Where are we at? Yeah. uh, Let's get back to it. 
How about San Francisco? Are they the best team? No? Yeah, I, I mean, I got to give it to them. You're talking like of the, best of team the remaining. of all the teams remaining. I just, it's it's hard for me not to give them the nod because of the pass rush and their ability to get to the quarterback, which is four guys. That's that's huge. Um, and then Jimmy G, you know, I, yeah, he threw that interception, kind of floated that one out there. But he does a, he does what you need your quarterback to do. Throws the ball to the guys that are open in clutch in clutch times. He can get the job done. That's all you want. And other balls that he wants, does he want that one back? Man, I wish I had that one back. Of course, I think every quarterback has that moment. But as a whole, their defense, their offense, they got a good running game. They got run, running backs. They got offensive line. They got a receiving core. They got a, the best tight end in the league defensively. You got Ford, you got Bosa, you got Alexander back, like you got Sherman. That they got some really, really good pieces on that team. So, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go with them definitely. Sherman versus Devonte Adams this week mm-hmm. will be fun because Adams has they played um, there this year, right? Got walloped, walloped. So when I look at the Packers, I don't, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like they beat a Seahawks team that if they didn't lose their running backs, if they didn't lose Penny and Carson, they win that football game. They do. Because that's that's how their whole offense was set up. Run, run, play action. And I think when they lost those guys, Lynch, I love, I love Marshawn Lynch. I love what he brings to the team, but... He's he's his, he's not in his prime. You could tell he didn't have the expo- explosion. He looked about 15 pounds heavier than what he usually was. He was good in the low red on the one yard line, <laughs> right? Yeah. They they wish they would have ran the football there, and the and that Super Bowl, <laughs> right? But uh, they lost a very big piece, and they were still right there. I mean, they were still right there. They could have potentially won that football game. So, I'm I just think the Packers. It's going to be tough for them to to go to play the 49ers, travel across the country, and beat them with what they have. Because that 49ers front and defense, they're going to get after them. They're going to make sure that their big-time weapons do not hurt them. And they're going to make sure that by doubling and throw it to throw it to uh, the tight end. Uh, I'm having a brain fart. Jimmy Th- Graham. Throw it to Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Throw it to Jimmy Graham. Not the same player. Not the same player. So, Yeah, Valdez, Scantling, yeah, just... Get it away from Devontae Adams. Just get away from Adams. Yep. That's number one. And and Jones and the And the, then get after Rodgers. Yep. With the front. Yeah, I just the, that's they, the that's the winning combination. They had such a hard time with as you mentioned, Seattle was a wounded team. Wounded team. And that was right down to the very end. And it probably shouldn't have been, but that's I think kind of speaks to where in Lambeau. Yeah. When it was freezing cold. Yeah, nasty. Yep. And Russell has not had great success there, but second half. They probably wanted to go to that offense a little earlier too, by the way. Yeah, right? yep. Yep, they yep. got it going. Um, Ninko Stinko time. Stinko? Stinky? You want to go Stinko? Stinko. Man, I got 24 nothing? Texans? Come on. What are we doing? This is similar to the Falcons. I was like, am I watching the Falcons 
Patriots come back in the Super Bowl. It's 28-3 in the third quarter, though. That's that's pretty crazy that yeah. we even won that game. But it was. I think uh, you know, I'm sure Billy O after that game was like, man, I'd have done a few things differently. Maybe not went for the fake punt there, maybe just tried to let my defense go out there and do something. But I mean, to his to his credit, that defense they were playing well in the beginning, and then then they just couldn't stop them. They couldn't do anything. So that's pretty bad. And then you got just the Ravens. Not That was so stinky of them to go out there and just play like that. And Mark Ingram, I give him credit for going out there and trying to, to work through because, I mean, I'm sure his calf wasn't 100%, but he wasn't going to miss that game. Um, so that was that was just a poor performance on their part. I think if if you if they played that game over, I bet you the Ravens win that game. If they played again, the Ravens win that football game because they just come out slow, sluggish, not playing their best football, and then at, then they start to get going offensively, and it was too late. They just couldn't get it all together. They couldn't get back into it. Yeah, I put a lot on the, the Stinko on the uh, the Ravens coaching staff. I think that's the third straight one and done for the Ravens, mm-hmm. or three of the last four. It's can't a long – I, I just – can't happen with a coach that's supposed to be one of the better ones in the league. As a player, it's just oh, so hard, so much work, and just getting your ass kicked all season to get to the playoffs and to lose like that when you're the number one seed and you have so much momentum and everyone's riding on you like, hey, these guys are the best, and you go out there and you just play like that and you lose. It's It sucks. It stinks. And – I feel bad. I, I mean, I feel bad for everybody that doesn't get to feel that Super Bowl feeling. When, when and there's there's only one team at the end that gets to feel that. And it's if you're in, at the Super Bowl and you lose that game, that's probably the worst, the the hardest loss because not only have you gone through the regular season, you've done some great things in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl, and then you lose the Super Bowl. It's just such a somebody just takes a. You're you're in an inflatable balloon or going up in the sky, boom, popped, and you're just free falling. You're, yep. It's depressing. That, that's the worst. I think that was probably the worst feeling ever when we lost to the Giants in Indianapolis. And we're in Indianapolis. It's like, ugh. <clears throat> at least if I was in Miami, I'd just walk to the beach and Fine lay in the beach. sand and just look at the stars or something. But I'm Mar- in Indy. Marlon Humphreys called them chokers. His own team. His own team chokers. Yeah. I mean two two years in a row, two playoff losses at home. Now so the the, the big thing is gonna be next year. They're gonna start thinking about it. They're gonna start it's gonna it might get in their head. Hey. Oh, because they're gonna get asked about it a million every, times. Every well, it's, it's great it's great that you're eight no. Right? But But can you who cares? can you put it together yeah, when, when it counts? When, when, in January. When it counts, can you guys go out there and win as a team? Or are you just a great regular season team and are the are the six seeds and the and the seeds below you excited to play you because they know you're gonna right poop yourself? Lamar's gonna have to take the next step. He's gonna have to. Which is crazy because he's the MVP. But yeah. he's gonna have to become a better pocket passer. And the supporting cast. I mean the, his receivers didn't help him. Nope. I think they need to step it up. But and look, in NFL season it's a lot of luck involved too. Like, what guys do you lose? You look at the Seattle Seahawks. If they don't lose some guys, they're a different team. Um, a lot of teams have dealt with 
tons of injuries. Look at the Steelers, their whole season injuries. If they didn't have those injuries, they're different. Their their whole season looks different. So that's just the way the game is, though. You're you're always going to lose guys throughout the year. You just don't know who. That's why, as a player, I don't fault anyone trying to get the most that they can. And if if you're trying to get the most, you can, you know, as a player, I could go out there, my season could be over, and then all these teams are going to look at me and say, "Eh, we'll give you. What do you want? No, nope, you got to rehab, come back, play one year contract, and you know how hard that is because." Like once you're coming back from an injury, you don't know if it's going to happen again. It's just, it's a big mental mind. Just bleep. Boop. I think it was 2014. And you guys are really healthy in the year that you won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like relatively speaking, obviously everybody yeah, we stayed, we, in we January, February, but it was like, it makes such a big difference. Oh, it's huge. When you're rolling out the same 22 guys. It, you lose Revis, it's a different team. You lose... I'll even say Branch, Alan Branch. He was a beast. key in that in that year. He was he was awesome. He was, you know, what are we doing next? Are we doing uh, free agents? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do Patriots free agents. Um, we talked at length about Tom Brady last week, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we will talk about Tom Brady at length in the weeks to come. But we did not talk about the other guys. So just here's a. The list I put together, it's Devin McCourty, Joe Tooney, Kyle Van Noy, Jamie Collins, Danny Shelton, Ted Karras, Philip Dorsett, Alandon Roberts, Matthew Slater, Nate Ebner, Justin Bethel. What I'm going to do for you here mm-hmm. is I'm going to I'm going to give you options. Okay. Because we know all of them are not coming back. Just, I know which ones aren't, too. Just, oh, <laughs> insight. I just, no, it's just based on what market value is going to be and what the Patriots are going to be willing to pay and what other teams with potentially new head coaches that were the special teams coordinators are going to go and they're going to want to get Ebner. So I bet you Ebner's in New York next year. Um, Jamie's going to get paid, so the Patriots aren't going to want to match that. He probably won't want to stay here anyway because he came here. It was – what was his hashtag all, all season? Finders keeper season. Yep. So he's just going to come. He's going to play, going to get paid, and he'll go somewhere. Kyle is going to go. I don't think the Patriots will want to cash out, cash cash that out. So he's going to go make good money. Um, McCourty, I think with his brother under contract, that's kind of a little bargaining chip for the Patriots. He potentially could come back. Um, Slate, that's an interesting one because – He's such a key leader and, and piece here. He does, you know, after the game, he does, how do we feel? How do we, how do we feel about the sweet nectar of victory? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so that'll be interesting because does the giant, do other teams go at a run on him and then he, his value goes up and then the Patriots are like, I ah, don't want to pay that for a 13 your vet going on 14 if we sign him to your deal. Um, so I think some of these guys are probably going to be in other teams that were Patriot coaches at some point. You got the Miami Dolphins, you got the Lions, and you got the Giants. With Every guy knows the personnel really well. I look at McCordy as a sort of must-bring-back guy. See, I don't... I, because he still plays well. Oh yeah, he had a great season, but and I think his leader. season could potential his, his season could potentially have 
outpriced what the Patriots are winning. The Patriots don't want to pay older guys. They just don't want to. Like they know that once you hit 30, it's just they're always planning for the future. They're never going to say, even though Bill said, we didn't even think about it. Like they think about Please. it. That's all they do is they they don't pay people for production. They pay them on potential production that they feel is worth the money they're going to pay them. Um, so maybe another team offers them a, a certain amount that the Patriots aren't willing to match or come close to. Miami. Yeah, they need a leader. Culture guy still can play. D coordinator was your position coach now. Because yeah, Josh Boyer. Josh Boyer's yeah, a DC. DC. So E Rob's gone. Um who else we got? Phil. He's gone, I bet. Probably. He's probably gone. Karis. Gone. No, maybe they bring back Ted. Perfect. Maybe they bring Tooney's gone. Because Tooney's gonna probably be the highest paid guard in the league. 13, 14 million we're looking at? hundred percent. He's really good. First day I saw him, I said, this guy is going to be a great player. His head's massive. His head is the biggest human head I've ever seen in my life. Ever. Tooney, big head. And I was messing with him for years. He drove the same. He drove his college car for like three years. I'm like, dude, it was a Mitsubishi SUV. I didn't even know they made Mitsubishi SUVs anymore. Black Mitsubishi. I'm like, dude, Tony, go get yourself a truck, man, or something. Something nice. You just got like. Three years of play playtime bonuses that are he insane. Every Playoff year. bonuses, insane. Go get like a nice F one fifty or something. He, I uh, think he got some. I don't know what he got, but it was. I think it was a car. I'm like, what the? You're driving a car. You're three hundred. He's a very sensible fella. Like, like, With like a, a sedan. Head. But it's like, dude, you're three ten. Like, you need like room. Like Cannon. Cannon drives a like a car. I'm like, dude, you're three hundred fifty pounds. How do you fit in there? How do you get in and out? That surprises me because Cannon is the ranch guy. The yeah, well, guy. he's got trucks too. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's got a lot of trucks, but I think he drives a car too. He likes the comfort. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I get the comfort, the creature comfort, comforts. It gets you. Yeah, you know, it's like, got the good suspension in it. You know? Smooth. Yeah, smooth. Big guy doesn't want to bounce around. So, give me the names again. Give me all the names. Devin, potentially back, but probably Miami. Tooney, gone. Miami. Yeah, they got a hundred plus million they spend and a, and, a, and desperate need of the offensive yes. line. Yep. Van Noy. Gone. Yeah, he's gone. Collins. Gone. Danny Shelton. They're not gonna pay him a lot, but yeah, I could see him coming back. It's worked for him here. It's worked, yeah. Karis. They could bring him back. Yeah, makes sense to me. Because he can swing. He's like Guard, you lose Tooney. He could be your plug-in guard if you don't find a guy that you feel serviceable. Started all year. So he's got some experience. They'll give him a little little chunk. Dorsett. Gone. He, he wasn't happy at the end here. I mean, would you? Every time they brought somebody in, they wanted to replace him. Yeah. Like, you bring in Gordon. You, do you, snaps disappeared. Snaps disappeared. He was, like, very reliable for you. You bring in AB, disappear. Take him out. Oh well, sorry. He's he's had off the field issues. Phil, could you run those routes for us again, please? Right. It's like yeah, all right. Yeah, he did, he did a good job of remaining professional. Yeah, it'd be hard for me. Roberts, I think he's gone. 
value to the team as both the, playing the fullback and mm-hmm. he was captain. He can't this play year. special teams. That's a big. It's a big issue. I personally think he's overrated. I he wasn't an inside linebacker. I can't. He has a hard time with coverage in a coverage league. He's a downhill thumper. Yeah, maybe me. maybe he transitions to fullback or something. He does not want to do that. <laughs> Catch touchdowns. He did. It was He'd have cat- to go to like a 4-3 one-gap defense where they just run because that's like just come downhill. Have the bigger bodies in front of bigger you. Bigger bodies. Well, actually, in the 34, the guys are in front of you. That's like so in art in the Patriots. I always say art. The, the Patriots defense, it's a two-gap scheme. So you can never like go one for one. You can never just say, oh, I spilled it or I ripped you know it's you want to take two and you want to play two gaps at all times to free extra guy up so you know he might, he might be good in a four three and all these people that they're like what what are they talking about four four d line four down linemen three linebackers he'd be good with that running just running side on the sideline because he, he does move well yeah, he does but he just can't he's a downhill straight guy he's not like a stop and start slater I could see him coming back. He's got a, you know, he's got a family. He's got the house. You know, he's got an office here probably already. He's going to be he's working. Gonna with, be the, yeah, he's going to end up being there. He's gonna, you know, he's he's going to be working with their uh, life coach. Tip, you know, yeah, it's a good yeah. Why leave? Why leave? And unless it's substantial amount of money, because then you know he doesn't have. He's this is his last bite of the apple. This is his last opportunity for a contract. Yeah, I would think it would have to be like. More than double what he's going to get offered here, right? To do, to then take your family. He he made really good money because he was going to leave to go to the Steelers. I think the Steelers offered him something. The Patriots countered to match, and he stayed. I think it was like two a year. Yeah, about that. So that's good. Take two again. Yeah, of course. Call it a day. Two again. You got Ebner going to the Giants. Yep. Bethel. Um. Big. Probably come back. Yeah, I, I guess. mean it's not going to be like a crazy. Yeah, I guess it's the same thing, it's right? Like, it's not a crazy contract. So, and if you're and if Ebner goes, we know Bill and his appreciation of special teams. Mm-hmm. He's going to want to have. That's yeah. good. I, I wonder who the like who their special teams coach hire is going to be. If it's going to be in house or it's going to be somebody else. Dude. Maybe Scotty O comes back out of retirement five years out. Love Scotty O. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. They get paid too. They get paid too. <laughs> that guy was nuts, by the way. He was great. Yeah. I loved him. And with his little uh, floral shirt on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was great. Uh, that's that. You went through the list. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You got a story for us? Tom Brady? I mean, if you want Is to there play. another team out there? This was funny because when I was talking to Steve Young, he was talking about Tom Brady and, and potential landing. you dropping names over there. No, I was talking to Steve, Steve Young. Young. Steve Young. Hall of Fame quarterback. Hall of Fame quarterback. Co- co-worker. Co-worker. Um, he was talking about potential landing spots. And I said to him, like kind of like jokingly, but I said, Steve, is there another team that potentially could bring in Tom that has a great offensive line, they had a great running game, and the head coach played with Tom Brady and their quarterback's a free agent after the season? And he was like, he was like, oh, no. He's like, no, no, no. I don't see that. I wouldn't put it past Vrabel to bring in Tom Brady to the Tennessee Titans with a great offensive line. 
And if you bring back Henry and get him signed or franchise tag him, you got an insane running game. You got some young receivers. I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. It makes more sense to me than the than L.A. Well, I, I don't see L.A. I don't see that happening. They built the house for $25 million and then they sold it. They didn't like it. So, I mean, they sold it for fifty. That'd be nice. You know, double your money real quick. Good business. <laughs> It'd be nice. Like, hey, let's just build this house and then we'll just make a ton of money. I think it makes the most sense for him to come back. But I think it makes the most sense for him to come back for one year. That ain't going to happen. One Somebody year. else is going to offer him two years, 60. Two years, 60. And it's, then I say go. Say go? Go? I do. Man, it's going to be weird. Oh, my God. It it's going to be, be weird. awful. Oh, it's going to be weird. Because he, he still, to me, he's the, the place that fits the best for him is here because you don't have to break in new people. Is your stomach growling? I'm a mess over here. My throat. I think I heard a couple growls. I got snots. It's it's a disaster. Gosh, that's my pet peeve, by the way. Just Just growling stomachs. Everything. Everything that's going on with me right now is a pet peeve. Pet peeves. Okay, so we'll go into pet peeve, right? Let's do it right now. Go do it. Pet peeves. I cannot stand when if you're in the right lane going straight and you have a car in front of you. And say you're, it's on a, it's a 50, 45, you're doing 45 and they feel the need to come to almost a complete stop to make the right turn. I literally scream in my car, just, just freaking turn your car, just get off. And then usually when I'm that guy, say, I know there's a car behind me and we're on a high, I'm always looking like, all right, this car is like going to have to stop. So I'll make the turn maybe a little faster than I should like whip it in there pretty quick just so they don't have to slow down to to zero with me or five miles an hour and then have another car. Some potential, Sometimes that's when you get rear-ended from the other car because there's another car behind them and they don't see it. Bum, bum, bum. So that bothers me. It really bothers me that when people want to turn right and I'm behind them, they, it's usually an old lady and like a, you know, like an old Oldsmobile or something. And she's just coming in real slow. Just bothers me. I have, I, I could, we could do traffic as a traffic could be a whole thing of anger. I I just hate being in the left lane. And then you got someone who's like, wants to regulate everyone's speed or two trucks on a two lane highway, right side by side. And they don't move. They stay the same. Let's say it's like 65 and you're doing, you can do 10 over. Usually I know the troopers like, Hey, will you pull a car over at 10 over? Like, nah, it's a lot of hassle to get out of the car. 12, 11. Yeah, we'll get you. So I usually go like 10 over. I don't recommend it to anyone out there listening. But if it's 65, you could do 75. You're good. They're not going to get you. Unless he's like, you know, at the end of the month and they're trying to get their ticket quota, they might get you. You didn't get out of the car enough. No. You got to get something. Um, but when two trucks, semi-trucks, they want to like regulate the highway and they're probably on the, the radio talking to each other like, look at the cars behind us. They're probably so mad. Look at these guys. They probably got something to get to. <laughs> We're not, we're not, we, we have a certain amount of hours left. We could just drive and we're going to pull off of this rest stop and sleep in the back here. Ugh, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. That's it. I got nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Doug. So the, the driving thing could be an issue. Yeah. Do you have a Rob story for us? Um, what kind of story would you like? Would you like a football story or like a life story? Let's go with life story. I mean, life story. Um, 
Okay, so when I was, did I tell you the garbage bags, the garbage bag story? When you were the Pop Warner kid? Yeah, yeah so we yeah. talked about that. Um, I could get into, so we talked about being in my Nico in third grade, okay? Yeah, so, husky kid. Husky, bugle boy husky, but I said maybe my third grade teacher would not would dislike me. So my dad is a big scary man. Chris Long calls has, says the Panther. Call him the he calls him the Panther because he has a black Panther on his the tattoo on his forearm, just straight Panther. Like who walks into the tattoo parlor like, hey, I want a Panther right on my forearm, straight up. What was the rationale? His his grandfather had one, and he was in Vietnam, and he just got he got an eagle, a shark, and a Panther, each arm and a forearm. But anyway. I'll get it. Like, so my dad's pretty scary. He's a big guy. His hands are monstrous. And we, he was not of the, uh, the, the non, um, let's say he wouldn't in today's world, like you get the cuff. Like if you're, if you need a little slap, like you need it. Right. And for me, he was scary. My principal in like kindergarten, first grade was not scary to me. He like shirt and tie, skinny guy in glasses. So I used to get in a little bit of trouble when I was a kid and he called my mom in and he said, I've never seen a kid that hadn't, that had zero fear of, of coming into my office and, and being punished. And my mom was like, well, I don't, I don't think that kids should fear their principal. And then, so I, I was kicked off the school bus in, in first grade, which it's, it's insane. I might have thrown a sandwich and hit the bus driver in the back of the head with a sandwich. What kind of sandwich? I think it was peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Um, the waste of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I know, but I was I was I wasn't the, I wasn't a great kid like as a little kid. I yeah. was like a lot of energy, um, getting into some trouble. So my my parents don't know this, or they they did after the fact. But I I would walk to school. And I can't believe, I was like seven, six. I would walk to school, avoid the bus. And when I got kicked off the bus, my mom was mad because she was she was at work, you know, full-time. My mom was a teacher, my dad was an iron worker, so then she had to help me get to school and back. So that was probably the one thing. If, you're, if your dad's intimidating, right, they're probably not going to be afraid of a, of a, a skinny principal, right? Like, it's probably not going to yeah. happen. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. My dad was jacked. Is he jacked? And it was a coach, so like and a teacher. So we were always like afraid to get in trouble because it always would get back to him. Yeah. So like that's the intimidation factor of him. I didn't want to get in trouble by him. Yeah. Ever. I just I learned to cry really quickly. Like if if you get corrected and you cry, then they think, okay, well, I got him. You know, he's he learned he learned his lesson. So if you just turn on the tears real fast, boom, it's less, it's less painful. If you don't cry, you tough it out, you're gonna you might get a couple more cracks, yeah. you know? Yeah. So you gotta learn to just say, I'm gonna cry it out real quick, learn my lesson. Sorry. I still run up the stairs covering my ass right now. If I run up the stairs, I'll just put my hands on my cheeks. Just I was it's like just a childhood thing. Like I'll run up the stairs, cover them up. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Oh man, life lessons. Pop, right I love you though. I love my dad. He's the best. He's awesome. He's the funniest dude ever. If we should get Papa Ninko on this thing, except when he's slurping on his crispix. 
Oh, that's annoying though. Crunch and slurp. But he's a great. He's a one hardest working man I know. Hardest working dude. Seven days a week, thirty years, like insane. How like I looked at his retirement. He worked like a hundred thousand hours, something ridiculous. Right. I looked at. He had all these hour logs. He'd circle every hour every day. Yep. Because in the iron worker union, you'd get double, and you gotta like track your hours, and you had no paid vacation. So he would just work seven straight year round. It was it's just nuts. Dude was a beast. What'd you uh what did Rob Dinkovich do when he got a nice contract? What'd you do for your dad? I <laughs> nothing, no. It's- um I've done a lot of different things with my pop, you know, my mom and dad, I'd, you know, send them on trips, do some things that they and this is the one thing too. My parents like I think somebody asked my dad. One time, I gave my truck. I gave my truck too, which was cool. He loved that. Somebody asked my dad, like, "Why are you still working? Like, your son's in the NFL." He's like, "Look, that's, I'm, that's his. Like, he is working for that. I'm, I'm my own guy. Like, I'm not gonna live off of him." Yeah. Um. So that's another thing. Like, my mom and dad have always been. You're working. You're you're football player. Like, this is yours. And we're not like they've never even asked me for anything ever. And for me, it's it's been just a blessing that. My parents have that mentality because, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that take advantage of athletes, and then the family's the worst. You know, they they want to take advantage of them because they know they can that the person trusts them, and they just keep the hand out. It kept keeps it's, every time it's the hands out, it's filled. Um, so, but they were always great. My when I first moved up here in, in 2009, I had a real because my truck that I had bought in Louisiana was only two wheel drive. And when I got up here, I'm like, I can't like live with a, just a rear wheel drive car. Like I was sliding around. So I went to the dealership and the guy was going to offer me like 10 grand for it. I'm like, I'd rather set it on fire than give it to you for 10 grand. So, and it was like a 07 with 28,000 miles. I'm like, pop, gave him my truck. So he was pumped about that. But we did uh like the last, I think last Christmas, we sent him to uh, the, uh, it's, it's the Biltmore. Mm-hmm. which is really, really awesome. It's like a winery and stuff. Um, I was there for Roman Harper's wedding. I was in his wedding. It was in the Biltmore. Insane, that place. It's like a mansion. I don't know if you ever, are you familiar with it? It's in Carolina. Okay. I've been to the one in Arizona. There's one in Arizona. Biltmore. Is there one? Yeah. The Biltmore? Owners oh. meetings were there last year. Really? I can't remember the town that it's in, though. Pretty legit. No, it's insane. It's like the um, what's that old? What's the heck? The money that's um, who's the Anderson Cooper? His family is descendants of Rock- the Vanderbilts. Oh, is this at Rockefellers? Yeah, no Vanderbilts. His mom, I think, is the granddaughter or something of the Vanderbilts. So he's worth like four hundred fifty schmill. Pretty good. Still Again, old money. Old money helps you stay in new money. Old money, it goes a long way. Yeah. Old that old money. All right, old that's money. it. That's it. We're yeah. done. Well, look, look, you carried this thing. I've been hacking, sneezing, wheezing. I know my story was okay. I mean, people don't give a shit about third. Oh, party. come on, but that, no, but they're gonna like Hit. they're gonna like the follow up on the on the parents. Yeah, the sandwich hitting the guy with the sandwich. I, and I like the sandwich story. I could get into some crazy stories, but what's like the? Are we like? I don't think there's any statute. I think you can do whatever you want. Okay. Next week, we're going to get into some, like, I'll give some good football stories. Some good, like, like just 
college stuff. Nice little Purdue. Was, little Purdue. It's, we won't get crazy with it because I, I can't. Yeah. You know, I might get yelled at. So we don't want that. No. Well, maybe a little bit. Just no, no. no I don't want to get yelled at at all. All right, all right, that's it. That's it. See that's you later. It. I'll try to be better next time. You were going to night shift for a brew? That would, that, you don't need any I drink. Yeah, I can't do anything you right now. No. vitamin C. Yeah, you're, just, you're going to be like the, the kid with the glasses and little giants with bu- boogers bubbling that's out of his what, nose. That's what I got right now. Gross. Yep. Icebox. You're icebox. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. See ya.